Greetings. This is Coach Jackie with Uzazi Podcast. Over the last 10 years or so in which I have been practicing as a life coach, I have interacted with a lot of people, including teenagers aged 13 upwards. One of the things I have observed is that a lot of the issues that people come to coaching with or the issues that cause them to seek the help of a coach can be resolved by the way they are parented. More recently, I have started doing research for my doctoral thesis on how parents can use coaching skills to influence the social behavior of their children. In today's podcast and the next two podcasts, I will share some of the knowledge that I have gained as a result of my activities as a coach and as a doctoral candidate. In today's podcast, I would like to talk about the roles of parenting. Parenting is in fact a complex combination of behaviors and these behaviors individually and jointly combine to impact outcomes for children. When we talk about the effects of parenting, we are generally talking about broad patterns of parenting rather than specific parenting practices. So please remember this when I give my examples. You may have acted in a certain way once in a while. Uh, That does not necessarily label you in one way or another. What will be more useful is for you to examine your general approach to the things that I will be talking about. So what is the role of a parent? Parenting primarily seeks to influence, teach and control children. And parents do this by playing twin roles, the twin roles of nurturing and providing structure. When parents provide children with basic needs such as food, medical care, shelter, and clothing, they are playing the nurture role. In this role, parents also provide love and create time to pay attention to their children. They seek to understand them and support them. In this role, parents listen to their children, show patience, and have fun with them. While nurturing children, parents also show interest in their activities and encourage the pursuit of their passions. In this role, parents find pleasure in their children and through words and actions demonstrate that they accept these children as they are and they do not push them to change. In the structure role, Parents provide structure through a number of things such as giving direction, imposing rules, and enforcing discipline. Parents set boundaries and establish consequences for behavior while holding their children accountable for their behavior. It is in this structure role that parents teach values and guide their children through change, growth, and maturity thus inculcating responsible behavior in line with the child's maturity levels. Unlike in the nurture role, 
When parents are in structure mode, they expect behavior change with increased growth, maturity, and ability to be manifested in their children. In order to accomplish these twin roles, parents use different styles. There are two dimensions that make up parenting styles. These are demandingness, which is how parents show control, make maturity demands and supervise their children, and secondly, responsiveness, which is how parents display warmth and affection, how they accept their children and how far they go to be involved with their children. These two dimensions can be combined in four ways to produce four parenting styles. These are authoritative, authoritarian, permissive, and neglective. I will now talk about the basic characteristics of each of these four parenting styles. Neglectful parenting is low on all dimensions. That means parents don't demand much and they are not involved with the child. Children who are raised in this way demonstrate maladaptive task avoidant strategies, passivity and task irrelevant behavior. This means they, they, basic, they are basically incompetent. They, they, they are not able to control their emotions. They don't master skills. They don't believe they can do things, especially if those things appear to be difficult. Children whose parents' primary style is neglective also display self-doubt about their own competence. When adolescents who are raised using this style fail, they attribute failure to themselves. They find it very difficult to believe in themselves. And so even when they succeed, they are more likely to see it as coming from some sort of external source. The second style is permissive parenting. Here, there is low parental control but with a high level of child-centeredness. This style of parenting is sometimes re referred to as spoiling a child. This is where the parent accedes to the child's demands without requesting anything in return from the child. Problem behavior in adolescence has been associated with this style and permissive parenting does not demand mature behavior. It allows self-regulation, lets the child be whatever they want to be, and avoids parent-child confrontation. I would like to share um, three examples of how permissive parenting might manifest. In the first example, let's look at, say, a three-year-old child who approaches another three-year-old child and grabs a toy from them. A fight ensues and the other child uh, perhaps hurts this first child. A permissive parent might react by soothing their own child, maybe giving them a gift to console them 
and telling them that the, the, the child whose toy, whose toy was grabbed is a bad child and that his own child should avoid that child. This permissive parent does not show any empathy for the other child and does not speak to his own child about how to play well or how to interact well with the other children. In the second example, let us assume uh, maybe a teenager who has failed an exam. A permissive parent might again console the child by telling this child that the exam was too hard, maybe the teacher didn't teach properly, might even discuss changing schools, will maybe offer to pay for extra, extra um, tuition, and will make no observations about how the teenager prepared for the exam, will not discuss any strategy about how the teenager could um, do better next time. In the third example, we might look at a young adult who still lives at home and has quit a job because the boss is too strict. The permissive parent might say to the child, ah, it's okay, you shouldn't allow people to treat you badly, uh, I will get you another job. Meanwhile, uh, I will give you pocket money to ensure that you don't lack anything. You can see that in all these examples, the parent makes no effort to demonstrate to the child that that child can do something in order to achieve a different outcome in the situation. The third parenting style is authoritarian parenting. This style has high demands, but it is low on responsiveness and demonstrates high levels of psychological control. Psychological control refers to the way parents attempt to control children's activities in ways that negatively affect the child's psychological world and therefore undermines the child's psychological development. Parents who control their children psychologically are very intrusive. They induce guilt in their children. They withdraw, they withdraw love and interfere with the child's ability to become independent and to develop a healthy sense of self and personal identity. Going back to the three scenarios that I shared earlier, with the three-year-old child, an authoritarian parent might pull her child away from the other child and hit her own child, scold them for being bullies, tell them that they will not get a sweet or they will not be allowed to watch TV or that they will never go out with the parent again because they are bad children and they behave badly. In this situation, the authoritarian parent may not sympathize with the child at all. In the case of the teenager, an authoritarian parent may withdraw all privileges, impose a curfew, call their child stupid and tell them that they are even going to stop paying school fees because they are wasting their money. Again, showing no empathy for the teenager and making no attempt 
to understand how they could support the teenager to do better in future. In the third scenario, again, the authoritarian parent may ask their adult child to leave home if they want to throw away the job. They will make no attempt to understand exactly what the situation at work is that led to their child deciding to quit their job. They will share no feedback and they do not take any time to try and explain to their child why perhaps the child should stick it out. The fourth parenting style is authoritative parenting. This is highly responsive and child-centered while also having high expectations for the child. Authoritative parents demand a high standard of behavior from their children. And parents who use this style are more likely than parents who use other styles to employ positive encouragement and share feedback that helps to boost the child's sense of competence. They provide age-appropriate challenges for their children. Authoritative parenting is also low on psychological control and leads to independence, self-regulation and intrinsic motivation, as well as high self-esteem. Looking back at the three scenarios, an authoritative parent would speak to their three-year-old child about the importance of playing nicely with other children, explain to their own child that they hurt the other child, encourage their child to apologize the other to the other child. The authoritative parent of the teenager who fails an exam will seek to understand what the teenager uh, would like to suggest in order to improve the next time and offer appropriate support while ensuring that the teenager understands that they need to take responsibility for preparing well for the exam in order that they pass. So the parent does not abandon the teenager who failed, but at the, at the same time, they do not rescue this teenager. And I would like to remind you that I have done an, a podcast on um, how parents um, rescue their children. This podcast is titled Protection Trap. Uh, listen to that podcast so that you understand what I mean when I say rescuing. In the third scenario, an authoritative parent would again have a conversation with their child to help the child um, understand that uh, it may not be easy to work with certain kinds of bosses, uh, to help the chi child to assess the situation, to see whether it is a situation that they really cannot withstand, to encourage the child to try and understand what are the requirements of the job and to ensure that they are fulfilling those requirements uh, and definitely not encourage the child to quit their job. Good parenting involves components of both demandingness and responsiveness. And we have seen that the authoritative parenting style balances the two. In this way, authoritative parenting results in a broad range of positive outcomes and there is less um, deviant behavior in adolescents who are raised using authoritative parenting style.
You probably know this as there is a lot of literature on parenting that invokes parenting, the parenting styles typology. If you are generally leaning towards the less effective styles that is permissive, neglective and authoritarian and want to become more authoritative, reflect on what drives your style. What do you believe about children? That loving is spoiling? That children should be seen and not heard? That children are a nuisance and just too much work? Studies have shown that there is a link between parents' own self-confidence and parenting style. Might you need some help to build your self-confidence? Is your self-doubt a result of competency gaps? You could attend parenting classes. How is your relationship with your own parents? You may need to resolve some issues there. Parenting effectively begins from the inside. How you relate to your own parents, which is the number one source of your own parenting approach, which influences what you believe about children and parenting, and which in turn manifests as the way you parent. How far back do you have to go to align your beliefs, habits, and actions as a parent with the positive outcomes that you would want for your children? I would like to leave you with that reflection and the assurance that you can start to do things differently today if you choose to. And it may start with searching yourself and signaling for help if need be. Thank you. This is Coach Jackie with Uzazi Podcast.